Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very senior professional, a former Fortune 500 executive, currently talking to us from Guyana, but he's from Italy, Mr. Enrico Biscaro. Enrico, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Ash. Thanks for having me here. It's a really an honor. Thank you. Uh, Enrico is the founder of Enrico Business Consultants. As I said, he's a former 500, uh, Fortune 500 executive, and he's an expert in business transformation and business strategy. So Enrico, before we get into business transformation, tell me about your own journey in brief. So my my own journey started uh, in a train station mm -hmm. uh, near Venice, mm -hmm. where I saw a few people coming off the train with big backpacks on their on their shoulder. Mm -hmm. I was probably 12, 13. Um, and I remember, you know, one of those memory you really remember is not mm -hmm. fuzzy. It's not, and and I said, you know, I want to travel the world. I want to be like them. I want mm. to you know, have a backpack on my shoulder and discover different country, different culture. So I say that my journey started there. And then I found, you know, uh, with obviously the school, the university, that the energy industry would give me that opportunity to right. travel the world. And at the same time, contribute to society because let's face it uh the lights needs to be on um mm. day and night and yep. uh and that's my journey in brief really mm. fascinating and you said that you spent uh almost two decades with the oil and gas industry that is correct okay. but we we like to call it energy industry energy. today you know I agree. talking about transformation the word you use are very important. So oil and gas these days is, you know, <laughs> okay. uh, a bit, a bit, uh, a bit different. But energy is good. Energy, energy everybody. Good. So you spent twenty years in the energy and then decided to branch off on your own. So let's now talk about transformation and strategy. Mm -hmm. um, let me start by asking you: How do you define transformation? So. It's a, it's a great question because if you go to the dictionary, you know, transformation is change. Mm. But to me, transformation is listening. Mm. Um, unless you can listen very carefully, there cannot be transformation. Mm. And you might have to listen to your customer mm -hmm. to transform your offering, your product. Uh, what I'm passionate about is listening to the people in our team, the people that we lead, because unless you listen carefully to what motivates them, mm -hmm. transformation cannot happen. Right. Very interesting. And when I was reading about you, I was some, I came across a very interesting uh, part of your your document, which says that, you know, you transformed a business in Asia Pacific. Tell me a little bit more about that business. Yeah, that, that business, uh, let's say that was not doing too well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got a call from, from my VP at the time and say, would you go to Asia? Mm -hmm. And 
of course, me being me, I said, of course, mm -hmm. you know, and that was a part of the world I did not travel yet. So I said, yes, mm -hmm. uh, I, I am going. He said, do you realize that more senior leader than you went there? And that was that was them. Mm -hmm. It was very challenging. I said, yeah, I, I understand. But that's that's the challenge I want to pick up. You know, okay. that that was a transformation uh, that I wanted to to achieve. Mm. And um, yeah, so I went and you can say the rest is history. Mm -hmm. uh, what what were some of your learnings uh, when you went through uh, this exercise as you came to Asia? So what I learned there is that you cannot really change people mm -hmm. or, or behavior. You need to show them mm. what people are capable of doing. And and the problem there was not that uh, there was no business or the business was bad, you know, the usual excuses. And maybe after we can talk about excuses and transformation. But mm -hmm. really, your job is to tell people, look, I know you can do it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, don't worry. I am in a leadership position. Mm -hmm. I am accountable for it. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that when you say I am accountable for it, mm -hmm. you immediately give freedom to, to the people to find solutions they never thought about. Okay. Because, because very often, not very often, quite frankly, you know, and and, and I certainly I I also have the same thing, which is mm -hmm. fear of failure. Mm -hmm. But I find that when you take away that fear, mm -hmm. then magic or even Happens. miracle can happen. Yeah. How wonderful. And yet, Enrico, when you talk of transformation and, you know, based on my own experience, most leaders don't like transformation unless they're pushed to the wall. Uh, most people like status quo. How yeah. do you persuade leaders to transform? You know, it's funny you say, because uh, every time somebody mentioned that, I think about Blockbuster and Kodak yeah. and, and, you know, Blackberry. Mm. They had leaders that did not see it coming. Correct. Right? Um, I find that storytelling story is very powerful. Mm. It's a powerful way to connect to people mm -hmm. uh, because I think transformation cannot happen and unless and I said it before unless you listen mm -hmm. but unless you connect to a much deeper level with the, with the decision maker correct and and so I found that the best way to show a vision is through storytelling mm -hmm. and I don't know but I can give you an example if you want please 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 give me an example so I I had to convince a senior executive to to spend some money in mm -hmm. in um, in um, in a program that would help us to uh, to standardize the way we did some some task in, mm -hmm. in our organization. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, you need to go for an investment. But the the key thing here was standardization. So. 
you know, the usual PowerPoint and you prepare it. And, and I said, no, this time I am not going to put an agenda. Mm-hmm. He knows what I'm here for. He knows yeah. what I'm going to ask. So I'm going to put a little story at, at the beginning. So I put mm-hmm. the story of this person. It was a, my granddad friend. He fought in the Second World War in Africa. Okay. He was a prisoner of war. Mm. And one day I remember, again, I was maybe 14, 15 at the time. We were playing cards. And he said, Enrico, he said, you know, the person was 90 years old. And mm-hmm. he said, Enrico, do you know why we lost the war? And, and I said, of course, no, I don't mm. know. Why. So mm. I said, well, because in Africa, the Americans, they had one car, one tank, one plane, so they could use the same spare parts oh, for all their equipment. Yep. Standardization. Mm. We had 10 different models, 10 different tanks, 10 different type of things, and yeah. we could not repair any of our equipment. Wow. Okay. So, you know, I start with that story. And after the presentation, the, the person said, look, uh, you could have sold me ice cream to the penguin. Doesn't matter. I would have mm. bought it because your story was what so got powerful. Me. So yeah. the power of storytelling is critical mm. for uh, to drive change. Fascinating, fascinating. And as you have worked with many organizations, helping them to transform, what have been some of your challenges and some of your learnings? You know, when you work in the corporate world, the, the, the biggest challenge is always the end of the next quarter. Mm. And that means the money, the resources. Correct. Right? Correct. Um, and I've learned that you need to lead with passion, mm-hmm. but close with data. Wow. Okay. And, um, you know, as a, as a young leader, I thought, hey, you know, I can sell this because I'm passionate about it and because mm. I can show the vision and, you know, who who does not want to follow me, right? And mm. with certain swagger and mm. being a bit uh, bragging, you know, and, mm. and then I realized, oh, that's not going to, that that is not working. And, mm. and then I realized that, Passion and energy are certainly a critical part, but mm-hmm. executives, senior leadership, rightly so, mm-hmm. I, I should say, mm-hmm. want to see the data. So you need to be very analytical, um, very clear on, I want to go from A to B, mm-hmm. that's your change, your transformation. Mm-hmm. To do this, I need X, Y, Z, and that's why, and and when you are going to be in your future status, mm. you will eventually, let's face it, make more money or mm. be more profitable or gain more customer. So lead with passion and with data mm. to really drive a power, powerful transformation. Fascinating. My next question to you on, on transformation is that, you know, we are now in the world of technology. Oh, yeah, and, look, at uh, uh, look at the way we are talking now. How is technology changing your work uh, when it comes to transformation? 
Ah, that's that's an interesting question. Uh, you know, of course, I think about the pandemic that mm-hmm. is still fresh in everyone's memory, yeah. and 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 certainly, um, you know, and at the time, I, I was I was actually working um, with people in in India when there was a big uh, hit there, and and without technology, we could have not communicated. Right. In 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 the end. Um, the pace that we technology changes these mm-hmm. days is so fast that as a leader, uh, you need to always be willing to learn. Mm. Um, I I can say that I start working remotely mm. uh, in in two thousand, uh, well before iPhones mm. or Skype. That yeah. probably many of our listeners don't even mm. remember what it is, right? Yeah. But but uh, you know the 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 remote communication tool of mm. choice back then was a telephone, correct? Uh, and now we have Zoom, etc. But in the end, no matter how fast technology change, mm. the communication is what matters. Absolutely, well said. And and communication between men, um, or you know. In the human race, communication has always been driven by story. And, you know, I will always go back to story. So mm. it does not matter how fast the technology changes. As long as you can tell a story, you mm. will be successful. Wonderful. Um, my next question to you, Enrico, is on culture. You know, there are some cultures, some countries where change becomes easy, transformation becomes easy to accept. And there are some where it is, it's very, very difficult. As someone who has worked around the world, what is the impact of culture on transformation? Oh, it's huge. Mm-hmm. As, as you know, um, you know, if you, and, and to me, the best example, and I pick two countries because they are the opposite. Yeah. And you have, a, but for example, if I want to introduce a new technology, I go to Norway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oil and gas, sorry, energy, I should mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, every new piece of technology that we invented and revolutionized the way we drill for yeah. oil and gas mm-hmm. was tested in Norway. Wow! Because because they they don't care. Mm. Uh, they want to try everything, and they have a desire to be the first. Mm. Uh, at the opposite spectrum, I would put a country that um, they do not want to change, mm. and and I'm thinking, you know. More traditional country in Asia, you yeah. know, China, they're very traditional. Mm. Um, India, under some perspective, yeah. although, although I hear mm. from well, well, uh, trusted sources that you have a massive thriving startup community these days. Absolutely, in it's amongst the biggest in the world now, exactly. So, so you know, it does not matter the culture mm. in my opinion um and you know they they always say uh culture is strategy for breakfast correct but if you don't have discipline mm. 
you mm. cannot have change. Correct. And so culture that you might see as very traditional or, or slow to change, but they mm. have a strong discipline. Mm. Actually, to me, they are fertile soil for change because once you, again, through storytelling, mm. convince people that they need to change, then people will have that discipline that you need for a change. And the example is always the same. I want to go to the gym, right? Mm. I know I need to change. I know I need to, you know, get in shape uh, because I'm getting a bit older. I need to, you know, stay in shape so I don't have back pain mm. and all that stuff. It's difficult, you know. Mm. But then I get in habits and I get the discipline to do it every day. It becomes mm. easy. So if your culture is a Discipline culture, you will drive change much faster mm. than other places. And maybe India could be used as a as a case in point. Very well said. Well said. So now let's move to a little bit about your work in the area of business strategy. Um, tell me, Enrico, the areas uh, of business strategy that you work in. So I, I've, I've worked in... in you know, uh, strategy, and I go back to the to Porter strategy, the five pillar, etc. You know, mm -hmm. uh, that I don't know if our audience know, but if you don't Google it, it's very important. Yeah, it would be a complete different discussion, right? Mm -hmm. But certainly for me, it's been the uh, uh, your relationship with your competitor. Mm. Uh, the the area of the focus because of course you know the the, the industry I come from yeah it's extremely competitive uh, you're not the only business in town so you need to understand what they do better and you need to be open for learning mm. and and certainly uh, to me if you can build an organization strategically that is always looking for learning, mm -hmm. uh, then every strategy will be successful mm. because you will continuously adapt it to the new, uh, you know, back to the fast changing technology, to the new world that this new technology is creating. So mm -hmm. um, strategy for me is making sure you understand uh, what your competitor is doing and you make it better. Very interesting. And a follow-up question from that would be, what are some of the basic mistakes a lot of business leaders make when it comes to strategy? So the, the way I see it is that strategy is easy. Yeah. Um, you know, and quite frankly, you don't need to hire McKinsey or one of these big companies to Correct. figure it out yourself. Mm -hmm. um, if, you, if you have a strong team, you know, you do a SWOT analysis, you go through the five pillars, you brainstorm, mm -hmm. you will come up with a good strategy. Strategy mm -hmm. to me is not the problem. Execution is where most of the leaders fail. Correct. Because you come up with big strategy and okay, you start sending memos and you start PowerPoint with an agenda, of course, mm -hmm. not with a story. Yeah. 
and 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 nobody's understand mm -hmm. and and then you think that your strategy is so beautiful that everybody will just go and go for it and and nobody cares quite correct frankly. correct correct so you build a beautiful strategy but i've seen many businesses stopping there and not building the tactics to implement it mm. very interesting and when now you combine your two areas of expertise which is transformation and strategy how easy or difficult have is it when you get involved with leaders for people to change strategy or transform strategy i i this will always be difficult mm. um i think we need more leaders in this world mm -hmm. uh with smaller ego mm. Uh, Very interesting. And, yeah. And if you think about, uh, again, you know, example of uh, the CEO of uh, BlackBerry. Mm. See, I don't remember his name because yeah. everybody remembers Steve Jobs. You don't remember the CEO of BlackBerry, but there's a book mm. um, where uh, his CFO said, you know, I'm really worried about apple coming up mm. with this this new device and he said ah, don't worry we'll be fine mm. so instead of and you know i take him because it's it's a very great example but at any scale you know even if you are a leader of a small business unit and, and some of your team member comes and say look we have a problem mm. i think that the customer is not happy we need to fix it mm. Every time you hear from a leader, ah, don't worry, it's going to be fine. Or, mm. ah, you know, I know what I'm doing. Or, ah, oh, we've done things always the same way. That's where you really need to do the hard work and sell a powerful story mm. to, to drive change. So the biggest uh, obstacle to change, in my opinion, mm -hmm. is ego. Wow. Amazing. And I, I love the way you are able to come to such uh, simple words uh, after discussing such complexities. Thank you. I've got my time for one more question, Enrico. And this is uh, for all the people, many, many people who will listen to our conversation. Based on your incredible journey uh, over the years in the large multinational companies as an, or now as a solopreneur, working all over the world. What would you say are three lessons or three learnings you want our viewers and listeners to take away from your own journey and from our conversation? Oh, I, 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 I could say these are my three core values. Okay. You know? mm -hmm. And uh, one is learning. Mm -hmm. Never stop learning. Yeah. Uh, we, we discussed that technology, the world is always changing. Your competitor will come from mm. all over the place. Never stop learning. That's Correct. number one. Mm. Uh, number two, uh, lead with integrity. Yeah. Your, your words need to be your bond. Um, say what you do. Mm. Sorry, do what you say. Do what you say. <laughs> do mm. what you say. And the last one, serve others. 
leadership is service. That's that's to me, and I keep it for last because to me it's the most important. And yeah, I would like our audience to to go away with with this concept you know leadership is service mm. unless unless you care more about the people that surround you mm-hmm. uh you will not be successful in 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 uh, in this world very interesting and on that note enrico and your three core values or your three learnings which is number 1 Never stop learning. Number two, lead with integrity or do what you say. And the number three is serve others because leadership is service. Thank you for talking to me about your own journey, about business transformation, about business strategy. I love your uh, phrase, lead with passion, close with data. And, you know, it's you know, we've, we've spoken about two very complex subjects of transformation and strategy, and yet you have brought it down to two key takeaways for me. One is communication and how important it is, and number two is ego and how important it is to manage ego. Thank you for speaking to me and good luck to you. Thank you very much, Ash. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.